Welcome to the Adventures in Online Business podcast, a podcast of two guys thinking out loud while building and scaling their online businesses. Now, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd ask that you go to your favorite podcast app or player and rate, review, and subscribe. Now, without further ado, here are those two guys building and scaling their online businesses, Stephen Faust and Michael Tanner. Michael Tanner, Atlanta, Georgia is in the house. How are you doing today, sir? And I'm good, Stephen. It's a cool 81 degrees here in Atlanta. I'm sure you guys are, you have to be in the triple digits right now, right? Uh, you know, huh? I'm just pulling it up. I knew it, 104. But look what it huh? says above the 104. Uh, flash flood warning. That's really, you don't see that very often. Wow. Very often yeah, here. No kidding. You, we, you got all your buckets out just in case. Yeah. Wait a minute. I think it, it, it was a flood. It was a couple drops. Yeah. That's mm-hmm, our flood. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's, it, we've had, seriously, we've had so much rain lately. We uh, have it, too. It's been crazy for, for Arizona. It's, we've had a lot of rain and, and it's just been Obviously different than in prior summers that I've noticed. And it's just, uh, you know, we're going to the water park this week in a couple of days and and um, taking uh, Friday off to do that. And uh, it's supposed to like a 60% chance of rain. I don't even know what we're going to do if that happens. Well, heaven forbid you get wet at the water park, you know, well, a little, little rain and get, you get wet at the water park. That would be terrible. Well, it? it's not that. It's like there's actually <laughs> been thunder and lightning recently, right? and I, I've been years without hearing any of that here. Well, now, that's a different story. Yeah. Thunder and lightning, that's, that's a different story. We've kind of been the same. I mean, my wife and I were talking just the other day about the fact that we've had a rather cool summer so far. Um, we've had a, well, we've had days where we got in the 90s. Um, we've probably been to 95, maybe a couple of times. Humidity is always a problem, right? Uh, but then we've had a lot of rain too. I mean, it's it's rained every day for the last five days at least. It just you know, a twenty minute thunderstorm in the yep. evening. That's what we get almost every day. Yeah, we're at twenty five percent humidity right now, which is which wow, is that's pretty way high up there for you guys. Yeah, and I was out on the golf course on Sunday with a group of friends, and um, it was. Thunder and lightning and way off in the distance, and the humidity was fifty-one uh, percent. Yeah, that had to be unbearable for you. It 51%? was one percent. It, it oh, wasn't that hot though, in comparison to what normal hot is here. It was probably ninety-four, ninety-eight, um, but it was really humid, and it was it was like I was in Florida again, and I'm sure yeah, where yeah, you yeah, live, right? It's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, unfortunately, see, we get in those nineties. And we get in the 70% humidity at times. Um, That's crazy. So That's like just basically brutal. getting in the bathtub. Is what it yeah, is. it's brutal. It's a sauna, basically. Because what happens, especially if, you know, like 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, you get a 20-minute thunderstorm, and then the thunderstorm rolls on through, and the sun comes back out, and you can literally watch the steam come up off the ground from the humidity as the sun bakes after Oh yeah, uh, all that rain is hit. Oh, it, and the humidity goes through the roof. It's yeah. basically a sauna. I, re- I remember those. We've days, been so. pretty fortunate. I mean, it's eighty-one degrees today. It's beautiful. Um, late July, and it's eighty-one degrees in Atlanta. Uh, I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Just wait till you move and your dream of moving to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Is it Myrtle Beach? No, it's not Myrtle no, it's Beach. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Hilton Head. Yeah. You know, one day when you're out there, you're 
you're going to get rained on and humidity every day. Get ready for that life of luxury, just living near the beach. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay because, uh, you know, a good walk on the beach with all that breeze, it cools everything, right? Yeah. Everything turns okay after that. And you can spend your hour, two hours, three hours a day working on credible leaders, your online right. business, and, right. yep. and then spend the rest of the day just lay, the yeah, walking and laying out on the beach. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's a great thing. Wait. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. So that's why we do what we do. You right? got it. So we it's, can build that life. You know, you got to, if you want to get there, you know, what we've learned over the last few years is uh, you got to start. And we are, you know, two guys in their day jobs and loving that. But, you know, recognizing that at some point the horizon will set and we will need to figure out a way to, um, you know, see in the dark a little bit. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's what these businesses are doing. It's, it's going through the pains and struggles and challenges and roadblocks now, and then sharing this, as we've often said, therapeutically on this podcast yeah. to really, you know, and selfishly, it just helps hold me accountable to the things that I, I need to do is because I know I need to come on here every week and go, did I make any progress in my business? Did I do the things that I talked about doing? Am I going to be a, a big dope that shows up and, and says he hasn't done anything? No, I'm going to go... Uh, I don't want to be the guy that shows up and hasn't done anything. So I'm I'm right. using this as motivation and therapy and or I'm going to get a therapy dog. I'm going to get a therapy dog <laughs> and uh you know have a little dog next to me and um you know just continue to show up. And and that's the key in, in online business as we get into this episode is is if you just show up. Showing up is is a big part of the battle and the challenge that a lot of people get discouraged that's and right. quit showing up. And when you don't show up, you can't take action and take steps. And, and that's part of the process. It's, it's fail. If you're going to fail, fail fast, learn from it, and then try something else. And that's what we do. I can't think uh, too much in my head without going back a year or a year and a half ago and, and saying, I just don't have any sales. I just, you know, like yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. be where I'm at today doing the things I'm doing today had I not gone through that, knowing you just don't roll out of bed and start making sales. It's a process. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think uh, if our listeners learn anything from us, it definitely needs to be what you were saying. Just, just come, just show up. Just keep coming. Just keep working. Um, because if there's anything we're doing right, and we talk about, we joke about how sometimes this podcast is really just a, you know, the, uh, an audio version of the train wreck at times that are are our mistakes. Um, but surely our audience is learning from. When we have those train wrecks, we just keep coming, right? We 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 come back and we keep working it. We I, I recall, you know, you having the issues with, uh, uh, oh gosh, Yahoo was, oh, yeah. was going away on you support, and you had to work through that. And and I remember an episode or two there where I'd hit just kind of just a a two or three week just lull there where motivationally I just couldn't get myself to do any of the work and how we work through that. So that's definitely, you know, a lot of times I, I worry, are we teaching our audience anything? But uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because if we're teaching them anything, it's you, you got to just keep powering through. You got to just keep coming uh, and doing the work and you'll ultimately be successful if that's the, what is the cliche or whatever. You can't fail until you, unless you quit. Um, yeah. So it's so true. Yeah. And I, uh, and I just think about 
you know, our listeners out there and how you and I have this relationship on this podcast and then outside of this podcast, it's you're, you're my accountability partner, right? Sure. This is, this is something that everyone needs and you need to have that with someone in your space, someone that can relate to what you're doing. Doesn't have to be the same niche or the same business Mm -hmm. type, but it's somebody that's going through a lot of the same struggles that you can feed off each other and be accountable and, and encourage each other. You got to find that whether that's a mastermind group, it's a friend that's doing what you're yep. doing similarly or, or not. You got to find somebody that you can lean on that you can ask questions of who, when you ask them, they don't raise their eyebrows and go, as you would say in the South, dag nabbit. I don't know. <laughs> dag gummit. I don't know what, what you're even talking about. That's like a foreign <laughs> concept to me. So that's good stuff, man. And uh, today's episode, uh, what episode number are we on my friend? So we're gonna we're on episode number ninety two. Ooh, ninety two. We're pushing a hundred here. Oh, um, our wives way, better get warmed up. Me. Our wives that better reminds get. me. I need to talk to my wife about uh, joining us uh, for for one hundred. Um, you have eight but, episodes. Uh, uh, it might take all eight. You better get yeah, working. Exactly. Exactly. I need to start talking now. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I want to. You, you mentioned. You know, we get on here and this is therapeutic, and we encourage one another and all that. I want to encourage you with something that you showed me earlier today and I want you to talk our audience through it and uh, that's this success path that you have put in your in your uh, in your membership group and you showed that to me and, and my question to you was man how long have you been working on this how and you it was just phenomenal the amount of work that you've put into this um, but also I think uh, your your members, of your community are going to get incredible value from that. So I think I, it'd be great to kind of walk the audience here through what you've done with this success path for your membership. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And this this notion of a success path, I, I'm not an originator of it for sure. I, I learned it first from Stu McLaren, um, who is the um, uh, wrote the book Tribe and has a podcast and uh, sells actually a membership, sells a course about building memberships. And one of the learnings and attending some of his webinars and different, you know, free workshops and things is this, this notion of a success path. And a success path, I personally run a membership. Um, that's what I do. That's my chosen product. It also works perfectly for course creators out there, people that maybe have a digital product that have a course that have a mini course, a membership. It could fit into so many different things, but because it's universal in so far as a success path by definition and design is when a person comes into your world, whether that's through uh, a, a course or a membership, for example, they come in there. If you get a, if you get 10 people to sign up for your product, fill in the blank, the product and 10 people come in, there's a great chance that all 10 of those people are coming in from different points of view, different points of uh, starting points. Some may have a little experience. Some may have a lot of experience. Some may have no experience. Some may just have an idea uh, of what they're thinking about this program or, or how they fit into it. But what it does is it takes a group of people that come into your, into your world, into your paid product, and it says, hey, to be successful in this membership or course, for example, what, what do I need to do? Not 
you know, what does any student need to do that comes in? What do I need to do with my background, my experience, my exposures, my thought processes? How do I best fit in to this? So that's what the success path uh, does from the start. It allows a person that one of the first things they should or will consume in your product is this success path that helps them self-identify where they fit in and how best to use your product, course, resource, membership to the best way possible for them. So I'll stop there. That's what a success path is. And then I can go into how I've applied that thought process into my world, my ecosystem and membership and how I framed it. Yeah, yeah, no, I think this is super valuable for your members. Um, I, I know I've heard this from others that taught membership, and I know I've experienced it myself where you enter into something, it's a course or it's a membership, and there's just so much information, it actually paralyzes you, right? You, you just get, you just get the, all this information or content thrown in your face, and you really just don't know where to start or how to get the best value for whatever your specific situation is. And you're very right, especially in your audience with, uh, you know, those that are in the army, they're going to come in, they're at different points in their career, they're at different ranks and different responsibilities. Um, and so they're all coming in kind of with a, with a different situation. And if they're just presented with just a bunch of information, a bunch of content, they have to be asking themselves, where do I start? And that, for me, that's exactly what this success path sounds like to me. It's that big, blinking, start here button, right? It, once you first log in, it says, start here. And the reason you have them starting here is because you've defined a, a path. And that path is, you know, it's got some, some left turns. It's got some right turns and so forth. But they're going to navigate themselves through this success path to, to a point where they find the content that is most valuable to them for where they are right now, the, the, the point in their career that they are right now. I think that's going to be super valuable for your, your members because it gives them that start here and then it really hones them in on the content that is most relevant to them. So I think it's an invaluable asset for your your team your uh, community members. And I think the start here analogy is perfect because if there's one thing you want them to do, number one in my membership is I want them to log in, right? Mm -hmm. You can't you can't get value and benefit and transformation right. if you don't actually log into this thing that you paid for. So yep. get them to log in and then the next thing I want them to do is to on the main page, watch the intro video and then it tells you go to the success path and watch that. And it's they're very mm -hmm. quick hitting, um, you know, small videos, so it doesn't take a lot of time. But I want them to do that first because the more that they can resonate with how to approach this thing that they invested in, the better and the more likely that they're going to get quick wins. They're going to know mm -hmm. where to go to first. And I kind of think of this as kind of that 80%, 80-20, right? It's it's, it's not going to give them perfection. A success path doesn't 
you know, guarantee that you're going to land in the perfect spot every single time when you go in. But what it does do is it gives you this 80% solution where you can really resonate with certain places in the in the path and feel more called to certain areas based on characteristics and all that I'll walk through. So the mm-hmm. success path that I created says I have these army non-commissioned officers that that I serve in this membership. They sign up in the membership, they come in, they go to the presumably go to the success path and they're presented with with five different sections in the success path. The first section is just an introduction to what the success path is, similar to what you and I've already walked through. And then it mm-hmm. introduces them to what I've created, which is four stages in the success path that they can go through each stage and determine which stage is most closely related to where I am in my career in my thinking, in this membership, and which things resonate most with me out of these four stages. And I've called these stages. I, I thought I thought about what do we, what do I call these things to make them seem logical, make sense, and and kind of add some differentiation. So I've created mm-hmm. these four stages. The first stage is the adapting stage, and these are this is generally for lower ranking. Army NCOs or people that are just getting promoted for the first time to be an NCO, I call this the adapting stage, and I mm-hmm. think of it as establishing your NCO career. So, this these lower enlisted soldiers, E4s, uh, specialists, and corporals, and early promoted sergeants that they're trying to figure things out. They're trying to, you know, what do I need to do? How do I become a good NCO? What are some of the the leadership things I need to think about and all. And then that that kind of frames that for them. And then the second stage you can graduate to, so to speak, is I call the growth stage, which is maturing or evolving NCO skills and leadership. So you got a little bit of experience under your belt. Now you're going through cycles of learning, picking up new skills, new behaviors, new leadership traits and techniques. And now you're starting to really, those are, those are kind of the things you need to learn next. And this is for sergeant promotables and staff sergeants. So kind of this E5 and E6 in the Army mm-hmm. uh, context there. And then once you're through that, you have this stage three, which I call the influencer stage. And I describe this kind of like an Instagram influencer or Facebook influencer. Mm-hmm. These are people that are, you know, quote unquote, kind of master non-commissioned officers, uh, leaders, and influencers within within their ranks, within their uh, NCO corps. And these are typically uh, sergeant first class, master sergeants, and, and sergeant majors, more senior NCOs that now have multiple years of NCO experience, have kind of been through the ups and the downs, seen the different things that have happened, how to respond to them, how to get better through cycles. And now they're able to help serve, help and serve others in a unique way as well because they're more senior. Now, the last mm-hmm. stage, stage four, I call the transition stage because whether you're in stage one, two, or three, there is a point in time that all NCOs go through transition. And by transition, I mean separating from the Army or retiring from the army. So you're either going to choose to get out, they're going to choose for you to get out, or you're going to decide to retire. 
at some point. So you could go from stage one to four, two to four, three to four, uh, and skip the others because these are this is for people who have who have uh, very specific time frames in mind to get out of the military, and they need to be thinking and operating a little bit differently because of what they're getting ready to step into a different mm-hmm. world, a different kind of set of expectations. So through these four stages, I've kind of given this buffet of options for NCOs to say, wow, this is a membership. I'm going to join, try to get value and go into this success path. Look at each one and I'll walk through what what those entail, but decide based on the description of each, based on the the characteristics of each, uh, decide which one they most closely resemble and can decide that that's me. I need to be thinking about these things and it gets them closer to the transformation and gets, gets them there a little faster. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I love this because, you know, again, I think about that, that person that's in that transition phase that, that that's about to separate from, uh, from the army for, for whatever reason, right? Maybe they're in their, their enlistments up and they've just decided not to reenlist. It's not a true retirement, but they've just decided I'm not going to reenlist. Maybe they're not given the option to reenlist, and so they're having to get out, or or maybe it's well planned out, well thought out, and it's a true retirement. But they're facing a pretty significant transition here that they may or may not be ready for. They may be in your community, but if they didn't have this success path, they wouldn't even know what to go and look for inside of your community, right? It's kind of one of those things where you don't know what you don't know, right? And if you don't know what to expect or the process of this whole transition and separation out, and you don't know what to go into this community looking for. Right? And so when you're presented with all this content, it's not obvious, oh, well, I definitely need to engage in this or watch that because that's going to be applicable to me and my tra-. You don't necessarily know that. But I love the fact that um, that this success path navigates them to that that content that's in your community that 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 is relevant to them because again they don't necessarily know that now i know you've got a lot of content that is relevant to all those stages and then you've got content that's re- very specific to to maybe one of those those uh, stages so i just like the fact that it really hones your membership in on what they need to be focused on based on where they are. Because these are, I, I, I love the stages that you've defined. I think they're, they're, they're critical stages in the, in the career of, a, of an Army NCO. And uh, then you're providing the, the content that's necessary for them at that stage. I, I think it's invaluable. Yeah, thanks. And, you know, as I, the, the challenge with the success path was then, you know, coming up with adapting growth, influencer, and transition. Sure. Okay, took a little yeah. took a little bit of thought, but it got there. Now it's time to sit down and really frame up, frame mm-hmm. up what each one of these means. So when somebody comes in and they look at these four options, they can make a a smart, wise decision. So I'll use a growth stage as an example. The growth stage, this maturing NCO skills and leadership. So the first section, there's three sections that I included in each one of the stages. The first section is identifying uh, an easy way for people to decide if this is the stage they're in. The Mm -hmm. second way, the second 
item that I included in each stage was a description of what that stage is and some nuance. And this is through the lens of me and my background and experience. And then the third thing is a list of specific ways that they can use the membership, the product here, the the best ways that they can use it given that stage that I'm talking about. So for the growth stage, a list of things that if if they're in this stage, if they do these things, they're going to get the most value out of the membership. And um, that took some time to put together. And again, it's like anything like we talked about in the beginning of this this episode. If if you don't start doing something, then you will never understand if it's good, bad, if you need to tweak it, adjust it, whatever. So I got I got this done. I've had it on my whiteboard here next to my desk for probably two to three months. And I just I was just thinking about it. And just, you know, every time I walk into my home office here, I just I can't not see it on the board. And it right. and it began to sit in my craw a little bit, as you would say in the South. Uh sit in my craw. I don't know if that's is it craw? Crawl, crawl, crow. I, I, I don't call know it what a crawl, it is. but you crawl. crawl I don't know you what want. it is, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it would. I throw an L on there. Yeah, I'm probably not supposed to. Yeah, but I do. It'd sit in my crawl, and um, <laughs> I would, uh, you know, say, "Man, I need to do that because I, I just feel like I need to be more intentional when when people come in." And so I finally sat down over the weekend and put this together, but it didn't come together in just one weekend. It came together over the couple months that I reflected on it and thought about right. it, and it was right. it was front and center. So. At some point, you take action because if I waited for all the traffic lights to be on green, I would have never even got any of this done. And so I got it down. I I got with what I think is the best ways to frame up these three sections in each stage. And it's probably not perfect. And that's okay. I'm going to go in, think about it, reflect, refine, get feedback, refine, cycles, go through it. And then I'll wake up in a year and it'll be a tightly knitted, uh, you know, success path. So that's right. um, In, in, in like the growth stage, the first section of you, I say you are in the growth stage if, and I give six different statements here. You're at this mm-hmm. rank, you're a sergeant, promotable or staff sergeant, and have at least 18 months of experience as an NCO. You provide performance and behavior counseling to your soldiers on a consistent and recurring basis. You have soldiers and more junior NCOs seek you out for advice and support. You personally, and this is, these a couple of these are unique to this stage. You personally strive for a balanced lifestyle that includes intentional time with family and personal downtime to recharge. Mm. Uh, you invest in your own professional and personal growth. You spend at least 50% of your time and energy teaching, supporting, and leading rather than doing. That, yeah. that, those are the things. So when somebody sits back and like says, well, I don't do bullet three and I don't do bullet five, but the rest of them feels kind of good. And then they look at mm-hmm. the other stages and go, yeah, you know, most of that, I feel like I'm in the growth stage. So now they can say, yep, I'm in the growth stage, even though I might have some overlap. Right. Yep. And yep. as I go through this, like increasing stages, like influencer stage, I'll say, um, instead of a balanced life, just for you, I talk more about the, um, the, the balanced, you manage yourself and team to create a balanced lifestyle that includes intentional time with your family, personal downtime, recharge. So it's not just about you. Mm-hmm. It's about you and your team, right? Yeah. I put on there. And then unique to influencer, I say something like this. I say, you get a minimum average of seven hours of sleep per night, right? And, and, then, I, wow. and then I say that because what kind of leader are you? What kind of, of uh, behavior do you 
you know, put out there for people. If you're not rested and you're grouchy and you're not consistent, um, you are not going to be able to put out the leadership and, and display the confidence and all because you're going to be uh, miffed because you're tired and you're and mm-hmm. you're not eating dinner at the right time and you're not getting to sleep. These are things that make a leader from a good leader to potentially a great leader. And that's what we want to develop in this program are great leaders. And that's what I do in these different first sections is I walk people through a way to easily self-segment into one of these groups. So, dude, you got you to be careful here, man. I mean, I'm, I'm starting to feel the pressure of competition. Um, you, you're, uh, you're, you're teaching leadership here to these guys. I know, I love um, it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, awesome. under the banner of Army NCO memberships. I totally huh? love it. I totally love because it. you no, know I'm is, a leadership geek. We've talked about I, that. I know. I know. You we know? can spend plenty of time talking so, about those. I'm things. a leadership <laughs> geek with a lot of traffic on two Army websites. I've got to figure yeah. out a way to get both of those in there. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just love the fact that you, you know, you had it on your whiteboard, so that means you know your mind's just kind of churning through this thing and thinking through it, and then you know maybe. You just over the weekend here, you just had this uh, uh, this spurt of inspiration, and you sat down and went to work, and and I love that. But I, more importantly, I love the fact that you you did the work and you're getting it out there. And you you know you just mentioned it's not perfect; it's certainly not, uh, but it's out there, and you're going to get the feedback, and then you're going to tweak it. And you know, I, I know you mentioned it in our mastermind group uh, earlier, and I think Heather gave you a really good idea. Now that it's out there, you're going to start thinking about, well, how can I make it easier for my members to really hone in on which of those stages they're in? You know, right now it's kind of this this questionnaire checklist. You got to go read through stage one and say, nope, not me. Read through stage two. No, not me. Oh, three sounds like me. Uh, You're probably going to enhance this thing, optimize this thing to the point where, you know, they click a few buttons, ask a few questions or whatever, and boom, it just, hey, you're, guess what? You're in stage three. Uh, here's where you're at. Right? So you're going to optimize this thing over time. But again, the most important thing for your members is that it's out there now. And, and they can big start here button. They start here and they will hone in on what uh, what is most relevant to them. So I, I just love the fact that you did the work and you got it out there and now you'll tweak it along the way. Again, it's it's just bringing value to your to your community members. Yeah, thanks. And and that's the goal, right? Is the the closer yep. and more clearly we can get people into your world, into your product. So people put out a credit card and they buy something. And I'm learning. The hardest thing I I have, the biggest task I have is to get them to log in. Just mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm no different. I buy memberships and and products yep. and Netflix and Prime and Hulu and Disney Plus and blah blah blah. And I don't log into some of them for months and months and months. And, right, right. But I know it's there if I want it. Yeah. I know if I want if I get a, you know an urge, I'm going to go in and do something in one of those things that I've purchased. So I know it's there, and it's kind of a security blanket for me uh, that I know it's there if something good happens that I feel called to do it. Just like this membership, if NCOs are are just going along in their career and things are good. And then they hit a bump in the road and they go, you know what? I got a resource for that. I got a place I can go get some mentoring or some advice or get a course or something. I have that. And the price point that I charge is reasonable enough that it doesn't change their world 
one way or another because I, you know, I want to scale it, not try to uh, make tons of money off a few people here. And um, it gives them uh, opportunities to get content that fits them in their current situation. So this is just another way, the success path gets them closer to the finish line, closer to the solution uh, in, in a way that is is clear that they don't have to wonder uh, too much. I, I was mentioning that I'm in a, I joined another uh, membership recently about email marketing and it's a great membership. It's awesome. I love it. There's, there's so much, it's very overwhelming. It's very mm-hmm. overwhelming. There's so much stuff in there. It's so overwhelming, but kind of like a success path, they have a start here section mm-hmm. and it walks you through a series of, let's say 10 different things they ask you to do to put these email campaigns in first. If you haven't done it, do this, do this email signature uh, technique that they've coined and putting the way you put your links in and, and things. And it walks you through that. And then it's kind of like, choose your own adventure after yeah. that, choose yeah. your own adventure. And uh, you can go and, and do whatever you feel called to do, but at least you know where to start. And yeah. that's key. Yeah. That's key. No, it's, it certainly is. I mean, just think of the scenario where you do all the work necessary to get people to log in. Right? I, I, I totally get it. I, I'm just like you. I've got memberships that if I didn't have all of my passwords and things like that saved in a, in a, in a tool that I have, I wouldn't even know what all I had memberships in. Right. Um, and you do all the work necessary to get them to remember that they have this, this membership and then they log into it. What if you did all that work, you finally got them to re log in and then they just looked at all that content and thought, God, I don't even know where to start here. Where's the log out button, right? How do I get out of this? Yeah, they log out and they're gone, right? You you probably never get them back in. Uh, But you do that work, you get them in, uh, they log in and they have this start here. And it's almost like you're kind of reading their mail or or you you know them well enough that you're able to navigate them to to something that sounds like them. And they identify, they self-identify and say, yeah, this is me. And then that indicates for them, here's the content you need to be consuming based on the stage that you're in, uh, that's invaluable to now get them to come back, right? Because um, they're not getting confused. They're not getting overwhelmed and they're getting value right away uh, that uh, indicates to them that you know them very well and know what kind of content that they need. And your efforts to get them to log in after that, in my opinion, will be greatly reduced. You, you won't have to work yeah. near as hard get them to come back after that. Yeah. You know, competing for attention is, is hard. It's, it's very sure. difficult. Yep. There are so many things going on in life and the world and family and work and, and all these things. You, you have a very small window to grab somebody's attention. And, and one thing you get them to log in, but you better know what you're going to do with them when they log in. Yep. And I can't yep. say that I've got that all figured out fully, but I know the success path is a good first step that will uh, a give them a path and b hopefully builds a little confidence in them that, you know, somebody thought this through at least enough to help guide them on this journey that they're going on and at least feel confident that they can come back and have a sense of direction. Kind of, they're not at a a four-way stop and they don't know who has the right away. They kind of know it's their time to go. And uh, it, it, it just brings a little bit more clarity. And for each one of these, I built a checklist that says um, they can download as a PDF, they can do whatever they want with it. But it just is a reminder that says, if you're an influencer in this stage, do these things in the members. These are the things you do in the membership to get 
the most value out for that stage. And it just, it just, again, it's another little thing that brings a little more clarity and says, we have a plan for you. And then if all else fails, call me or um, send me a message. Let's jump on a zoom call because I, because I only have uh, not only I'm grateful to have, because I have the number of members that I have, I'm still able to offer one-on-one zoom calls because very, very, mm-hmm. very, very few people actually do it. Um, mm-hmm. So I can still offer it. Once I scale I'll, and people start doing it to the extent I can't handle it, I'll remove that. But I'm not right. even close right. to that. No one's actually booked a call yet. I don't know if it's just they don't want to or, you know, they're scared to or or I'm actually scared to take the call because I don't know <laughs> what the heck they're going to ask me. Right. And I'm going to have to say, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. Let's go figure it out. Right. But yep. it, it's yep. just really, really trying to figure out how to support the people that have invested in themselves and a lot of this, like we said before, it's trial and error. You figure it out as you go. You're going to make mistakes. I'm going to lose members because I didn't do something right. And I've just got to learn from that and recognize that I've got to do it better the next time. But do it regardless because you've got to move your business forward. And to sit there and hope that it goes well is not a plan. Trying things, testing things, putting things in place, doing things that you believe are going to add clarity and value uh, and transformation, uh, that's going to get get you in a better place and some things you're going to make a mistake on, and so be it. And you know, when we started this episode, I said, this is going to be a Chris 12-minute episode. I didn't, I said that before we hit the record button, but I, it's- I a, think I laughed at you when yeah, you said and that. Yeah, and, and, and it's a good thing you did because we are 36 minutes in <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to shut up and let you button us up, my friend. Well, that's because we can nerd out on this that's stuff. That's right. Leadership and, and and all this membership online stuff. I mean, yeah, we just nerd out on. I'm going to get much, you in a membership. You don't know it yet. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm a tech I'm geek. I'm confident in that. I love I'm this confident. stuff. I just love doing this stuff, as you could probably tell. And uh, I'm going to get I'm you confident. in this. I'm confident I'll have a membership Someday. before, before right. it's over. I love sure. it, man. Well, well, listen. So, so the call to action to our to our audience today is just keep you know, keep doing the work, right? Keep coming, keep doing the work. Um, Here's what I love about this episode. You have started building out this membership. You've got like 135, I think you said earlier, uh, members right now. And you could be taking the approach of, well, I'm just going to throw random content out there and, you know, it'll, it'll just be a lot of content. They'll find it. They'll, they'll learn from it. But that's not the approach you're taking. You're taking the approach of, how can I make this membership as best it can possibly be for my members? So that's the call to action. Think of those things, whether it's a membership, whether it's a course, a product, uh, whether it's a coaching call, whatever it is that you're offering, always be thinking about what are those things that you can do that make it the best possible experience for your customer. And then just keep coming back and doing that action And like Steven's saying, test it, right? If it it doesn't work, try something else. And then once you find those things that are working, do more of that. So that's your call to action today. Be sure you check us out also online. Uh, You can check out our show notes. This is episode number 92. You can find the show notes for that at adventuresinonlinebusiness.com. Again, episode number 92 there. So until Steven and I speak to you again next week, go build your business. Get after it.